Hello, welcome to the To Talk About podcast. This is the first episode. I will be complaining, complaining, explaining what the To Talk About podcast is. So, let's just get straight into it. So, the To Talk About podcast is going to be a podcast where I find things to talk about. And I'm going to talk about them on this podcast. So, um, yeah, that's the basic premise. It doesn't have to be anything specific, but maybe if I'm interested in a specific thing, it might be, like, I might have, like, a couple episodes dedicated to earbuds or a couple as episode dated to, like, Fortnite or Halo or the Nintendo Switch. Like, like there can be different topics on this podcast. It's anything that I am interested in and or have some interest in at the time. So... That is the To Talk About podcast premise. So let's just, uh, to talk about. So, um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite lately. So that is a very fun game. I play no builds because I'm not going to put myself through builds. So I play no builds. Uh, the no builds mode is actually very very nice. Um, no builds is basically what it sounds like. No builds. I play solo most of the time, but I do play with some friends uh, a few times a week. Um, yeah, so no no builds is very good. I really enjoy it. All the guns in the game feel really good. I got second in a battle royale. And I was so sad that I lost. But you know what? It's okay. Because I think the other guy was pretty good. So, that sucks. But it was honestly pretty okay. Um, what else? Alright, um, the Switch. The Switch is what I play Fortnite on. So let's just talk about the Switch. Um, I really love the Switch. The Switch is great. It's a great portable console. I use it mostly in dock mode. So it kind of defeats the point of using the Switch, but I think the Switch is the best one for Fortnite because you can be playing in bed or I just like, also I just played on it. I started playing Fortnite on my Switch and I'm now almost at level 50, so it would be stupid to switch over to a different console. So... Yeah, I think the Switch is where I'm going to stay. And the only problem with that is that the Joy-Cons that I have for the Switch are drifty. So they're so they're very drifty. Um, I usually play on the controller, but if I want to take it to um, the YMCA, because I, I do go to swim team, and I'm going to have to wait a little bit after the YMCA if I want to play a video game, any game basically, um... The Joy-Cons that I have are very drifty. So, to get rid of that problem, I went ahead and am going to buy. I have not bought them yet because I don't have the money, but I will buy them. I'm going to buy the Binbok controllers. I don't know what they're called. The Binbok wireless controllers. 
and I hope they're good. I've done the research, so they should be good, but they're third party, so you never know. So I will be buying those, and I will probably make a podcast when I do get those. So I did say I do do swim team, and honestly, it's very hard, but it's very fun. And not fun, not fun. That's that's the wrong word. Um, rewarding, let's say. It's very rewarding. So swim team's enjoyable. Um, yeah, I said I would be talking about Halo. So why don't I talk about Halo? So um, Halo Infinite came out. And I am the Lego Lane YouTuber. So go subscribe. But um, I did make a, a video on the Halo, Halo 5. I made a video on Halo 5. And I said in that video that I preferred... Halo 5 over Halo... Or I didn't say it specifically, but, like, I kind of made the... Like, I said, oh, wait, this is really nostalgic, so I kind of like Halo 5 over Halo Infinite. That's invalid. No. That's very untrue and not correct. Because the Tactical Slayer game mode in Halo Infinite is one of the best game modes in any Halo game that I've ever played in. I don't like regular Slayer. I don't like Fiesta. All I play right now is Tactical Slayer. Because the quicker time to kill and the fact that you get the same gun, everyone gets the same gun, and it relies mostly on headshots. So... I'm not very good, but I can go on a kind of big kill streak if I practice. Because I went 30 and 11 one time. That was pretty good. All right. Yeah, 30 and 11. 11. 30 kills, 11 deaths. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. So Halo Infinite is over Halo 5 now. But I didn't give Halo 5... A great review. I didn't. I was seven out of ten for Halo Five. So, I mean, I could have put it above. I could have put Halo Infinite above Halo Five very easily. And if I were to rate Halo Infinite, I would probably give that a eight out of ten because I can't give it a nine because I. Because the game mode that I play isn't the default game mode. But I can't give it a 7 or a 6. Because it is above Halo 5. So I gave, I'm giving it an 8. Because I really enjoy Tactical Slayer. I think Tactical Slayer is one of the better game modes in any game. Of any Halo game. So that's cool. Um... Moving back to Fortnite, um, I don't like how the you randomize the defaults. I would be okay 
if the defaults weren't randomized, where you just kind of like, or like got to actually like there was a skin, there were the skins, and you could actually pick out what you were going to be instead of having it randomized. So I would much prefer that, but that's not a huge deal because I play Fortnite for the gameplay, and the gameplay is solid. It's so good. The gameplay and like with the new movement mechanics, newish movement mechanics at the time of making this podcast, it's probably going to be a little old, but the newish movement mechanics are really good. I like the fact that some of the guns you can actually scope in with the gun. I don't know if that's what. Like. So, yeah, I like the new movement mechanics. Um, and the battle, the free version of the battle pass is very good. It has um, good stuff. I have, I have a lot of this stuff because I play. I played a lot of it, but I don't. I can't buy the. the I can't buy the battle pass, so I'm not gonna buy the battle pass ever. But I th- hope that somewhere down the line there will be a free skin. In, within the free version of the Battle Pass. And I know that, like, if there is, everyone will be using that skin. And it won't be, like, a very cool skin. But at least it won't be the default skin. So, I think, I hope they do a free skin in the Battle Pass. Which they probably won't do, but is hopeful. I'm hopeful for that. Um... School has been going... I'm homeschooled, so... It's... Interesting being homeschooled. I've never been pub... I've never been to public school. Um... Because I just haven't done that yet. I'm a 7th grader. So I haven't gone to public school yet. And... I don't know if I'll be able... I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to public school. But... Yeah. I mean... Homeschooling is interesting because you're home. So you've got to have, you got to think of your school environment and then you've got to think of your everyday environment, which is not within school. So like say you do school on the couch and then you're, and then school's over and you go sit on the couch. You got to change the environment you gotta change the way you're thinking about the environment that you're that you're in so that is a interesting uh thing that i've noticed within homeschooling um also if you are homeschooled and you have a fair amount of like lenience where you can sit don't sit in your bed that is not a good place to do schoolwork because with a couch, yes, it is much more comfortable, but you are actually sitting up. You're not leaning back because you're, you're, you still have to do your schoolwork. And don't do schoolwork in your bed because it is less efficient um, because you're lying down. And yeah. Um, yeah. Writing 
and math are my favorite subjects at the moment because writing um you get a certain amount of freedom with that one uh i'm doing d-day i think i'm doing d-day for my final writing project and then math is just (sighs) math is just fun for me because i understand the things because the math the math program that we have used for over a long time i can't remember because i've I've been homeschooled since I was two. So, like, it was, it's, and now I'm 13. So it's, or not two, but, like, you you get the idea. It's been a while, and we've used this math program for the entirety of that span. And honestly, it's really good because you actually, you get taught the same things but they get progressively harder. So like you're in level one, so you're learning like your your addition problems, and then you're in level seven, and you're still learning addition, but you're learning addition with fractions, or you're learning addition with decimals, or you're le- learning you're learning addition with more complicated things, and it's helps. And now you understand. Oh, this is the same thing. It just added, and now you can figure out how to do it. <laughs> and honestly, I've been able to understand math very well. Um, reading, very weird. Reading is very weird for me at the moment. Um, but it is honestly very fun. Um, and then there's other stuff that we do, but it's kind of a jumble. Um, you get to eat basically whatever you want for lunch. Or basically whatever's there, and honest, and also like something that is actually good for you. you can eat like cake for lunch or ice cream for lunch, but like you can eat a more wide variety of things. Um, so yeah, and then yeah, that's that's homeschooling. I really enjoy homeschooling. I haven't. I don't really have anything to compare it to because I haven't been. Um, I haven't, I haven't been to public school, but I've heard horror stories, so I hope it's not as bad as people say sometimes, but if it is, I am, I'm very concerned. Um, anyway, so, older games, I've, I've had an interest in older games, like, small, like, a very small interest in older games for a while, I have a GameCube and like a retro. No, not a retro. Uh, retro bit. Retro trio. Retro trio. That's the thing. Um, and they're both kind of just sitting there. And honestly, I haven't used them. And I like to play like puzzle games um for older consoles so like tetris and dr mario um are very good ones platformers are definitely a thing that i play on the older retro games and then like party games for gamecube so like Super Smash Bros. Um, 
Mario Kart, trying to think of it. Um, and then there's also Spider-Man, which isn't a party game. Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, it's a very fun game because it is a very cartoony style. Like, it looks like a comic book. <sighs> Jeez, I'm recording this at night and it's kind of getting to me. Um, it's like a comic book. So, very fun art style to have. And, yeah, and, like, the cutscenes have comic book panels. It's very cool. I haven't finished it. I wish I could, though. The Rhino level is very hard. Um, yeah, and part of the reason why I don't play retro games is because they are expensive. Like, very expensive, especially GameCube. I... And, um, GameCube. GameCube is very expensive. I don't know of anything else. I think uh, NES is pretty cheap. There are some really expensive ones. Um, you can get... I just don't want to spend how much I'm spending. I'm spending 60 bucks on a game from 2003. And I'm specifically talking about Wind Waker. That game, I really want. Because it is a really fun-looking game. And it is, um... 60 bucks, or 70, to 100. And I'm not willing to spend 60 to 70 bucks on a game that came out in 2003. Because I'm spending 60 to 70 bucks on games that came out now. So, yeah. That's the problem that I have with retro games, is that they are very expensive. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Stop motion animation is really fun. Stop motion animation is a very um, fun hobby. It's a very cheap hobby, especially if you're doing Lego stop motion, which I do. Um, you just need, like, a f- if I'm guessing most people who are listening to this podcast right now have a phone. Something with a camera. You can download a free app and get doing it. Nothing. You need, no- you don't need any, you don't need anything. You need something to record. You need a phone and with a camera and you need a software. That's all you need but things that you probably definitely also need, but less, is, like, like a, what I use is, like, sticky eraser, like, putty erasers, is what I use for my stop motions. Um, you could use, uh, blue tack, or maybe tape. Tape is a little weird. I don't, I used to use tape, and tape works, but it looks weird. So I recommend using blue tag, but you can use scotch, you can use like scotch tape or duct tape or whatever. But like, stick to like putty. So yeah, um, if you do take a break, you definitely lose practice. And honestly, it's kind of hard to get back, especially if you like say you worked at fifteen frames per second and you take a two week break like I did because. I had things going on, um, (laughs) and you come back, 
it's going to be hard because you're going to take a lot less time. So you're going to be like, okay, so you move, you're going to move, move your arm. You might take like three frames and you're going to want to maybe take like five. So it's a lot to work back to, but you know, I'm going to keep trying. It's going to be so a very fun hobby, especially when you can see your progression. So like, um, me a year ago was making these like jittery, like blinky, uh, bad stop motions. And now I'm making, not now specifically. I mean, they're actually pretty darn smooth because practice does actually kind of move into muscle memory, except for the fact that anyway, um, making things that are actually smooth. They have decent lighting and good, uh, can't find the word, good, good timing in things, and that is basically all you need to get started with stop motion, is basic knowledge of how to use a camera, and, like, Legos, and something to stick them down. That's all you need to start stop motion. Because stop motion is the most, I think, the most simple hobby ever. Because I had spent almost no money on it for multiple years. And have still gotten really good. Like, only right now, when I'm starting to get into the hobby, is when I'm spending money. And I used to be into, like, RC airplanes. Like, remote control airplanes. Holy cow. I had been interested in that hobby for, like, two or three years. No, no, like, six months. A long time, a long time. Not not a huge amount of time, but still enough time to be able to, like, get established. I got one RC airplane. It was $100. It was for my birthday. But it broke quickly. It broke very quickly. It probably was broken by the time... Uh, it was probably broken... It worked for like a year, maybe. Maybe eight months. But it wasn't like the best. But it, it was... It was really fun to watch, like watch fly because it was it was basically flying itself because it was it had a gyro so it was just like, eh, and it was just like you kind of just turn it, but it was really fun to watch and you can do some little landings and takeoffs and it was really fun, but it was, it's a very expensive hobby. It's very um, trying to find the word uh, hard hobby. You can get burnt out on it easily. And you're like, okay, I watched the video. Now how, now how do you do it? And you're like, okay, I have to take care of this battery. That if it, You have to watch it charge because if you don't watch it, it'll explode. And you have to figure out the remote. And if you want to do FPV, that's a whole nother thing you have to do. It's a crazy hobby. That hobby ended quickly. Um... I remember Lego Transformers. It's not a hobby. It's just kind of like a sub-hobby. Um, Lego Transformers was really fun. That was a phase that I went through. Um, those are really hard to make with pieces that you can easily get a hold of. 
because like like rounded one by two piece oh who has that who has two of those I certainly didn't when I wanted to make the bumblebee that IX roll it I <laughs> IX roll it roll out IX made so I couldn't make that but you may have a huge selection of pieces like a lot of these probably did so that is why I never really made anything with transformers but I might try I might try to make a stop motion with them I'm very curious of how I would make the transformation from car to, to not human, robot, um, and still have a car element to it. I'm very curious of how I would be able to do that and replicate that in stop motion because you would have to have an ability to make the car like kind of compress or like widen. And still have it be... You'd probably have to make a Lego Transformer for that. You'd probably have to actually make a Lego Transformer. And I actually did make one. And it was really good. And it was really nice. And it was like... This... It was really... I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm showing you how big it is. I'm doing a podcast. That's not how that works. Whatever. Um, but it was very small. It's probably like two inches uh, wide and one inch tall maybe like it's a very small transformer it wasn't very big uh so yeah that is the i probably will actually remake it because it was a really nice little gp transformer yeah uh, whatever uh going off um oh wait this is the to talk about podcast i can go off how however much i want i can go off and talk about cobras for an hour <laughs> speaking of cobras uh the snake army in uh, ninjago is very interesting because no reason i don't really care about the snake army snake army wasn't my favorite bad guys honestly i used to really love season three of ninjago but going back to it it's honestly a little bit it felt rushed, and it felt like there was too much in it. Like, there's too many, like, Lloyd and uh, Garmadon are are doing something, and um, then Lloyd gets separated from Garmadon, so they're doing two different things, and then the ninjas go to space, and then there's all this crap about Neat. Nia, Cole, and Jay, and all of it is going on while a robot (laughs) apocalypse is going on where they don't have power and and the robots do because of electric eels, and then it's revealed that Pythor is still alive. So, there's a lot of stuff going on, and season four is actually better. So, that was a little bit of a rant, but whatever. Um, I really liked season five. I thought it was pretty good. Um, there wasn't as much going on with season five. Like, it felt like, it felt kind of the opposite of season three, where there was, like, a ton of stuff going on. Because the nin- all the ninja are all together most of the time. 
Um, I mean, there are some things where, like, like people may go in different directions, but, like, usually they're mostly together. Um, and a lot of the seasons... Uh, I'm trying to remember, because it's been, like, three months since I've watched it. Or, like, six months. But, like, I think a lot of it is either in the River Styx or the Destiny... Or, like, in a boat. Like, the Destiny's Bounty or the Tea Shop. So there's not a lot of stuff in in different areas, I think. No. No, I'm wrong. Never mind. There's a lot of stuff in different areas because there's that travel thing in uh when they get taken over by the like skeleton the dude that like swings around a chain. There's that thing. Um other than that, I thought season 5 was really good. And um <laughs> There's another one. There's an, one scene where it was like Ronan was about to kiss Nia, and Nia was like, "How dare you!" And it's like, "What did I do?" It's like you knew what you were about to do. It's like that was a fun transaction. I like that one. Um, yeah. And if there's a love square, then screw you, Ronan. Go away. Anyway, um, I'm glad that Nia and Jay eventually get married. So. I mean, obviously, it was a very... Oh, no. <laughs> I'm thinking about something. What if What if they did a Skylar, Cole, and Kai uh, triangle? And I'm just thinking, what would that be and why? Um, anyway. <laughs> um, probably not gonna do that. Because Cole is... Cole's heart is with the... What's-her-face from the season 13... Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, it's probably time, almost time to end the episode, but I will go on for a little longer. Under the, uh, man, season 13 was not that memorable. Don't remember much about that one. Uh, yeah, I don't remember much about the newer ones either. Like, most of the, most of the seasons I remember really well are the, uh, newer, or older seasons, uh, yeah, <laughs> probably partly the reason I remember at least season one was because of the animation mistakes and the, um, uh, <laughs> voice, voice acting changes for some reason, and, yeah, that, that's why I remember the, um, the first two seasons, um, season three was because I, it was at one point my favorite season. Season four is because it's season four. Season five is because it's actually okay. Season six is because, honestly, it's actually okay. Season seven, I don't remember. <laughs> it's crap. Season eight's actually really good. Um, season nine's really good, and season ten was four episodes, so... <laughs> Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, I kind of liked the art style changes, like the, like, more cartoony art style, because it ad- also added shorter episodes. I mean, the more cartoony art style, honestly, I liked, because then you can have more, like, oh, what's the word, uh, more expression in their faces, or more like like when they're talking their faces can move more like like you're like 
oh, hi, how are you doing? And your their faces are like, oh, hi. And their eyebrows move and their eyes get wider. It's like, oh, hi, how you doing? Like, I feel like more, more expressive faces in animated shows is better. I mean, I guess in a Lego, supposed to, supposed to be Lego, I mean, I guess they have two expressions. So maybe, maybe a... Jeez. Maybe a more, less expressive face would be better but i don't know what do i know and also the fight scenes are a lot mm, actually i don't know about that actually hmm that's gonna be that will be have have to come down how many fight scenes actually no i like the fi- i mean okay there are not very many fight scenes in ninjago like i can i can think of like the one where techno woo and Garmadon fight all the fight scenes in um uh oh sorry tournament of elements were good oh gosh other than that it's either like really big groups of people kind of like globbing together or no fight scenes at all like i for a show about ninjas there are not very many fight scenes which I guess, and there's not also very many stealth scenes, and they have, the Ninjago ninjas are really bad. <laughs> oh well, whatever. Um, it's a good show anyway. Um, yeah, I liked the ice. Uh, the ice guy, the where Zane Zane turns and there supposedly dies, but then turns into an ice emperor. I liked that season. Cause. Oh jeez, jeez Louise. Um, yeah, I like that season because Kai loses his powers, and honestly, it feels more powerful than when he loses his powers in. Because I know he loses again. Crap. Ugh. When does he lose his powers? Oh, wait a minute. They all lose their powers in season five. I forgot about that one. I don't remember when he... I think he does lose his powers again, though. But he does lose his powers, and I think it was very powerful when he gets them back. Because he was trying to save his friends from the um ice, big ice dragon that Zang made because he's a poo-poo head. Other than that... Didn't love how untrustworthy the... um. Lloyd Lloyd is in anything after season eight <laughs> because Lloyd is like, oh, a girl who's slightly interested in me. Oh, crap. She's going to try and kill me and take back the Oni masks that don't exist anymore. Oh, no. It's like Lloyd is just like, oh, you know what? One person was like, try, got, gained my trust. That will never happen again. So... Yeah, that is um, a thing. And then he goes on to have other people gain their trust and actually follow through on that. So that's fun. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, that is all the time that we have for today because I will fall asleep and you will just hear snoring for about 45 more minutes until I realize, oh, wait, I was recording a podcast And so, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.